Hello everybody and welcome to Get Lit Minute, your weekly podcast for all things poetic, poetry, and poets. This series is produced by Get Lit Words Ignite, which is a nonprofit organization that uses poetry and spoken word to increase literacy and empower young people. My name is Nia Lewis. In this podcast, we focus on the lives, history, and works of classic poets and modern-day contemporary poets. This poet today has shaped the poetry world and has inspired me as a poet. So it is time to get lit with Nikki Giovanni. Yolandi Cornelia Nikki Giovanni Jr. was born on June 7, 1943 in Knoxville, Tennessee. Her parents are Yolandi Cornelia Sr. and Jones Gus Giovanni. Her sister is Gary Ann Giovanni. She was raised in Cincinnati, Ohio due to her parents working in Glenview School. In 1948, her parents moved again to Wyoming. Her sister gave Yolandi the nickname Nikki and it stuck with her ever since. She moved back to Knoxville to live with her grandparents in 1958. She gained appreciation for black culture because of her grandmother, saying, I come from a long line of storytellers. This early exposure to storytelling really opened the doors for Giovanni's career in poetry. Giovanni was encouraged by teachers to enroll early in college, so she went to Fisk University, a historically black college. At the time she went, a literary and cultural renaissance was happening as many writers were working on cultural projects that explored black identity. While there, she was the editor of the campus literary magazine and went to the Fisk Writers' Workshops. She graduated with a BA in history and continued higher education in graduate school at University of Pennsylvania and Columbia College in New York. In 1968, she published her first volumes of poetry, Black Feeling, Black Talk, and Black Judgment. She actually published these volumes while in graduate school. What inspired her to start writing was the death of her grandmother. Writing became her therapy to cope with her death. With learning how to use writing as therapy, her volumes were her responses to the assassinations of Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, Megger Evers, and Robert Kennedy, and the pressing need she saw to raise awareness of the rights of black people. She quickly became the prominent new voice in black literature and a huge part of the black arts movement. In 1969, Giovanni was a professor at Livingston University of Rutgers University. In the same year, she gave birth to her son, Thomas. In 1970, she made regular appearances on the TV show Soul, a TV show that promoted black art and culture and allowed for political expression. Not only was she a regular, but she also helped design and produce episodes as well. Giovanni wanted to expose the world of black women writers, so she founded Nikki Tom, a publishing cooperative. Well-known artists benefited from Giovanni's work, like Gwendolyn Brooks, Margaret Walker, Caroline Rogers, and Mari Evans. Giovanni had felt withdrawn from oppressed people of the world, so she traveled to other regions like the Caribbean. Her work evolved to consider issues of diaspora. She began writing her own review, Gemini, an extended autobiographical statement of my first 25 years of being a black poet, which earned a National Book Award nomination. In the early 1970s, she published volumes for children of all ages. She wanted to write stories that explored black culture and history and showed the concerns of black youth. Among her collections were Spin a Soft Black Song, published in 1971, Ego Tripping and Other Poems for Young People, published in 1973, and Vacation Time, published in 1980. 
She later wrote Knoxville, Tennessee, published in 1994, The Sun is So Quiet, published in 1996, and Lincoln and Douglas, An American Friendship, published in 2008. Giovanni's children's book, Rosa, published in 2005, was awarded a Caudi Cut Medal and the Coretta Scott King Award for illustration. In 1970 through 1980, she was very well liked as a speaker and lecturer along with her being a successful poet and a children's author. She received numerous awards for her work, including honors from the National Council of Negro Women and the National Association of Radio and Television Announcers. She was featured in articles for magazines such as Ebony, Jet, and Harper's Bazaar. She also continued traveling around the world for herself and to grow knowledge about the world and cultures. As a reflection of her work during this time, she wrote My House, published in 1972, Cotton Candy on a Rainy Day, published in 1978, and Those Who Ride in the Night Winds, published in 1983. In 1987, she taught at Virginia Tech in writing and literature. In the early 90s, she was diagnosed with lung cancer and underwent many surgeries. She wrote her poetry collection, Blues for All the Changes, New Poems, published in 1999, after five years of not writing. It was about her battle with lung cancer and nature. In 2012, she spoke with NASA to discuss the issues of the lack and need of black women pursuing space travel. Not too long after the meeting, she released another collection, quilting the Black Eyed Pea Poems and Not Quite Poems. During her time of teaching at Virginia Tech, the tragic mass shooting happened. The shooter was actually in Giovanni's poetry class. She described him as a mean student and even asked the department chair to remove him from her class. Giovanni was asked by the university's president to give a speech at the memorial. She was on the fence about it because she thought that she would say too much. She closed out her speech with, We know we did nothing to deserve it, but neither did the children in Africa dying of AIDS, neither do the invisible children walking the night awake to avoid being captured by a rogue army, neither does the baby elephant watching his community being devastated for ivory, neither does the Mexican child looking for fresh water. We are Virginia Tech. We will prevail. She wanted her speech to really focus on the fact that Bad things can happen to really good people, but you have to be strong, you have to prevail. Giovanni is a supporter of slam, spoken word, and hip-hop, calling it the modern equivalent of what spirituals meant to early generation of black people. And I have to say, I agree with that. When I was a part of Get Lit's classic slam, you could feel the powerful and welcoming energy the moment you walked into the Los Angeles Theater Center. Even my friends loved going because... It felt like you were part of something special, life-changing. I mean, we were. Giovanni's recent works include Bicycles, Love Poems, published in 2009, and Chasing Utopia, a Hybrid, published in 2013, which mixes poetry and prose. LA Times' David Eulin says, Chasing Utopia continually reminds us of what's important, the connections we develop with those we love. Giovanni has received numerous awards and accolades for her work, including seven NAACP Image Awards, the Langston Hughes Awards for Distinguished Contributions to Arts and Letters, the Rosa Parks Women of Courage Award, and over 20 honorary degrees from colleges and universities around the country. Oprah Winfrey even named Giovanni one of her 25 living legends. 
And y'all, I have something really cool to share. She even has a certain species of bat named after her, which is so cool. In Contemporary Authors, Giovanni wrote, Writing is what I do to justify the air I breathe. I have been considered a writer who writes from rage, but it confuses me. What else do writers write from? A poem has something to say. It has to make some sort of sense, be lyrical to the point, and still be able to be read by whatever reader is kind enough to pick up the book. Let's dive into the poem that will be featured in our Get Lit anthology entitled, I Take MasterCard, Charge Your Love to Me. And y'all, let me tell you, I love this poem. This poem kind of claims your power, your love. It's basically saying, if you want to be with me, you have to give me my same energy back. She's saying, it's fine if you can only give me so much right now, but I'll take a monthly payment until you can reach the level I need you to be at. I love it. So here's Nikki Giovanni's poem entitled, I Take MasterCard, Charge Your Love to Me. I've heard the stories about how you don't deserve me because I'm so strong and beautiful and wonderful and you could never live up to what you know I should have, but I just want to let you know, I take MasterCard. You can love me as much as your heart can stand Then put the rest on account and pay the interest every month until we get this thing settled. You see, we modern women do comprehend that we deserve a whole lot more than what is normally being offered, but we're trying to get aligned with the modern world. So baby, you can love me all you like. Because you're pre-approved and you don't have to sign on the bottom line. Charge it up till we just can't take no more. It's the modern way. I take MasterCard to see your visa. And I deal with a discovery, but I don't want any American Express because, like the Pointer Sisters say, I need a slow hand. Y'all, this poem is amazing and i love how she uses credit cards to explain how she wants to accept her love it's funny it's powerful what i really love about giovanni and her work is that she is one of the best representations of what black pain is black joy black hope what black love is her work isn't just for black people it's for everyone Her work invokes change and it allows you to look at our lives from different perspectives. If you're feeling like you're not understanding why black people are angry, sad, look at Nikki Giovanni's work. If you're black and you feel like you aren't being heard, look at Nikki Giovanni's work. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us on all things Nikki Giovanni and make sure that you share this podcast with your friends and family members and I'll see you guys next week. Bye! Get Lit Minute is a production of Get Lit Words Ignite. This podcast is produced by Samuel Curtis, executive produced by Diane Luby Lane, and engineered by Peter Davis. This episode was researched, written, and edited by me, Nia Lewis, alongside Bridget Yang. 
Lucas Lane is our digital editor, and our editorial advisors are Kelly Grace Thomas and Colleen Hamilton. Special thanks to the entire GetLit staff and donors who made this work possible, the teachers who use this podcast to educate their students, and to all students of life everywhere for tuning in and spending time with us today. If you want to hear more of our episodes, this podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts and on our website, getlit.org. That is G-E-T-L-I-T dot O-R-G.